0: Epiphany Media presents Welcome,
1: welcome, welcome, welcome one, welcome all, welcome... Welcome, welcome to show number 80.
2: I, I thought about getting a uh, beer getting for, the, for the show. I'm, like, uh, I'm just falling asleep. Shit. That's what usually happens when I drink during the show. If you notice, you stay with water. I drank last time. Last show it was your perfect but still, with I like, I'm getting sleepy. So I just decided water only during the show.
1: Man, well, che- working, man. man, cheer up, man. <laughs> don't don't de- don't depress our p- we just started we just started show eighty. Don't depress our people already, man. Some <laughs> people
2: get it, some people don't like. Uh you
1: know, you're been working working on your car and your old lady come out and ask how how's everything going? Shit. I hate it. <laughs> Hey, the funny part is, hold on, let me turn this mic down a little bit. The funny part is, <laughs> the funny part is, they always ask right after you actually mess something up or whatever, like either either right before they ask, you either just had a, like a breakthrough success or you just messed something up and you're like, nigga, no, not, not, no, not right now. How's it going? I hate, you know, of course you don't tell them this about I hate you and I hate this car and I hate I hate everything. I hate it. Don't ask me about it. Because uh, always they always do it exactly when <laughs> they always do it exactly, exactly when uh when you when you just messed up or had a breakthrough, you know, one way or the other. Dude, this might be super loud. Uh, sorry. Sorry for I'm screaming at y'all. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny though. What what time does the
2: sun go
0: down today?
1: Uh I want to say not. <laughs> so, got guy work on this mine. 904 sunset is a 904. Yeah. You yeah. have.
2: I'm not, not going to finish tonight. I got I to go to the
1: parcel. That's
2: funny. Bro,
1: some shit that I got to work on. That's funny. Um, well. Baby. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> show at number 80. You know, we don't want to keep y'all on the end of
2: pressing move. We're we, we professionals. We they'll make it happen. So, uh, yeah. How y'all doing out there? Thanks for all the top fans. Thanks for all the new fans that going to tune in to this. Uh, we most de- definitely pre- appreciate y'all. <laughs> we appreciate the, the people who hate the show. Uh, I can't say that y'all are motivated.
1: We don't care, but we are appreciate y'all too, too, man, for however y'all you too, know, just to say something negative. <laughs> do, do we have, uh, look, it's kind of, do we have people saying negative stuff like like before? No, in the comments, no, because in the comments, you don't know, think pop up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's true.
0: <laughs> That's
1: funny. I
2: don't even know you support. I was supposed to know you
0: support, and you
1: That's funny. Top top fan Angel said, uh, "I only seen it on YouTube be a bit negative." That was funny. That it was funny though. Like, they're like, man, y'all might want to, y'all might want to hang it up. Like, dude, like you got one subscriber, just like yourself. What are you talking about? This is funny to me. It's, that's cool. No, nah, I ain't sure, man. It's just it was just funny to me. Every time I think about, it, I I don't think about it, but when, when it do pop up, I don't yeah. know. It's, just, it's always funny to me, I guess. Yeah, and hey,
2: YouTube can you know, hide
1: behind the screen there too. That's true. Too. So that's true. Um, yeah, man. So show number eighty. Uh, two years in, We're doing one show a week. That's crazy, man. I like. Like eighty ain't like a big milestone, like like fifty or seventy five I guess, or you know, what I'm saying a hundred clearly. But um right then.
2: Oh yeah, for for, two shows, for sure. Two shows, two, shows two shows a week. From, it seemed like two years, but it was from uh, it was from April to October, so May, June, July, August, September. So six months, two shows a week. That's eight shows a month. Uh, it might be it. Uh, I'm just gonna
1: say 150. This maybe one want to. Uh, Let's <laughs> maybe look at look at that old contract. I know we did the, the State of the Union thing, but I like, it said like uh <laughs> so this is the old Epiphany radio days and they say uh twelve Facebook posts advertisements uh all <laughs> all day coverage on Twitter, um day the days of the online broadcast. <laughs> Eight, eight eight plus shows like we never did more than two shows a week so I don't know where the plus came from but eight plus shows with online comments and or live readings <laughs> these these <laughs> man, that's the funniest thing ever man hey and like i told y'all last week the funniest the funniest part about it all is that the writing is in orange, like the color. The writing is in orange. Like, it's just incredible. <laughs> <So> it <horrible. laughs> was, was so bad. Horrible. <laughs> hey, learned so much. Hey,
2: that, but that's how you start off. You gotta start off horrible. You're like, <laughs> hey, ain't nobody coming in and just robbing the gate unless so they just got a gift or something.
1: That's true. <sighs> that's true. I can, but. I can dig that.
2: Do that, but
1: then now we're doing this, and it's, it's working even better. I can we, we do that, it might be the same thing, you know, in a year. Who knows? Yeah, I, I agree, I, I can agree with that. Um, I don't know, man, growth that's what we all about, right? When it come down to it, all oh, growth. I'm trying to uh, hold on. No, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to pull up the topics, but ain't nothing popping up. Like, the, the the list ain't popping up. Yeah, I'm mean, not uh, it,
2: it don't even show, um, uh, how many people
1: are watching. We got three people watching. Top fan, Angel, for sure. Uh, my mother was here, but I think she left. I, like, I'm really, I got a whole list of, of the things, but I can't, they're coming up, though. Hold on, y'all. Bear with us. That's
0: what
2: I'm saying.
1: Before the show, before we started, it was acting weird. So Yeah, I, yeah, I can't... Uh, oh. like, I don't understand. Well, the show must go on. This, this, show, this show must go on. Hey, so look, so... I feel like we say this every show or whatever. Ebony J here. We 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 want to get some. Uh, we, we still while I look for this list, though, we still want feedback from y'all as far as like what kind of shows or what kind of guests you guys want us to have on. Um, you know, if, if you if we got I got stuff that I'm definitely working on as far as like uh, having like guests come on. Like we had Dom come on at one time. Um, you know, he he's something like an activist, I guess you can call him. Uh, that's what I would call them. Um, just some other stuff that, like, that I want to get, uh, like, specialists on and stuff, but if you guys got ideas or, um, you know, stuff that y'all want to see or, or, or just topics y'all want to see talked about, definitely let us know and we can work on trying to get some of those people. Um, yeah, whatever it is, like, I don't want to put no, um, no, uh. Uh, examples in your mind. I want you know whatever you guys feel, um, but but we definitely want to. Uh, we want to know what y'all want to, what y'all want us to talk about, like because we can always do you know saying, like uh, um, today's news, and we can always talk about uh, you know a ra- hey, racism, racism, and racial topics is one of one of the things that we talk about the most on here. Um, uh, you know, we, we didn't have relationship things. And so I, I I don't know I think we kind of walk in the line of we don't want to forget all the stuff that's going on right now, like all the stuff that, um, all the stuff that you don't want to go away like like the uh, uh, the protests and and you know the Black Lives Matter type stuff, but you also want to switch it up to topics so that you're not just laying into the same people that you know th- that's already there for you you know what I'm saying so you kind of just walking that line um so we want to have some stuff that's informative and, and engaging but we also want to have some stuff that's fun and lighthearted sometimes so we ain't just constantly uh pounding <laughs> pounding the audience man just pounding you guys out to the point where um you know where he was like man this, this is it ain't fun no more and, and I can definitely understand that so I don't know just let us know Uh, Angel said, uh, I need to make a will, maybe have an attorney on. I know you have some connections. I do. Um, for sure. I I will actually, I can, uh, actually work on that right away. Put it in my, uh, my, my handy dandy notebook for anybody that grew up in the nineties. You will know that is a, a, uh, (laughs) a blues clues reference. You don't have to tell nobody though. All right. That's actually a good one, Angel. Thanks for uh, thanks for putting that out there. Uh, she said she still wait. She said I'm still waiting on Byron to do a food challenge. I want to see you guys win. <laughs> you heard that, Byron? Yeah, I heard of the pool
0: challenge.
2: Yeah, she, she said you guys.
1: Specifically I didn't. Decade. I didn't read that. I didn't read that. Uh, she said people aren't prepared to die. Life insurance, will, etc. I agree with that. Um, she says a blessing to give one to your family. Man, I agree with that. That's not definitely not especially of mine. Um. You know, because I always thought about it like I don't really got no family as far as like kids and stuff like that. So you know, without having life insurance, like who really cares? You know what I'm saying? I do not say who cares, but like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like if I had kid, if I had kid, about life and sandwiches for you, uh, life insurance for you. This like I said, life and sandwiches. Like yeah, life and. So life insurance. You said sandwiches. But yeah, we talk about life insurance.
2: I don't know. I don't know. You did?
1: <laughs> I don't know why you said it, but you did. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we talk about life insurance. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, clearly, it's important, right? Uh, like my man Willie D said, it's like hitting the lottery because you're guaranteed to hit, like, no matter what. Uh, you're guaranteed to hit. Um, you know but i don't feel like it's as important um if you don't have kids and stuff or if you're not married or whatever Hey. <laughs> hey, Like, like I told, like I told my family, this is a legit thing I told my family. They can leave me. Let the city, let me become the city's problem. You know what I'm saying? Let me become the county's issue. You know what I'm saying? Let them figure it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just let, like, you know because what, what they gonna do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, if, if i not Alright, so I die, I'm at the coroner's office, and my family don't come claim my body, like, then what? Like, eventually, they're just like, we gotta get this nigga out of here, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta do something, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let them deal with it, it's it's their problem. That's all I'm saying. I paid enough taxes in my lifetime, even at 30, where uh, I should be the the county's issue if I was to go today. Like, just leave me to the county. Look, I'm dead. I don't care. Like I don't care. So wait. So so so. Angel, Angel said he's. Like, man, you, say you, like, you Say you don't care, but you don't know. Nobody
2: knows what happens after death. Dead. But like, hold on. They discover in the afterlife like a year. You know, five thousand. You gonna come back to life?
1: With the with the body, but if you don't scared. got no body. Right. Hey, leave me leave me to the streets like future leave you a ghost yeah it's probably, man. it's probably fun anyway Angel said uh, he's hungry cause he definitely said sandwiches she said you got food challenges on your brain see uh, everybody said you did say sandwiches uh, she said yes cause it means we gotta pay you don't have to pay Nigga, drop me off at Case Western Reserve, at the Science Building, and uh, tell them to have fun. Have, you know, have at it. Cure some cancer or something. like. Do do some good with the body, I guess. At my high uh, school, like, every two years, they have a cadaver leg the high school. A leg?
2: A leg.
1: Oh, uh, you know y'all niggas want to... Oh, that—that's what you paid. Uh, That's what you paid all that. That's what your parents paid all that money for. So you can cut niggas' legs open. the grossest thing it's kind of random like since says all, all my top none of my topics load up so we're just gonna random talk i guess and you know whatever but like what's the what's the one thing i'm talking to the audience and you'll be like what's the weirdest thing like you remember like not necessarily like dissecting but like just like just weird stuff in, in like school like high school or maybe middle school i guess but like just like like dissecting or having a class where they cut open human leg like that's just weird to me. Like, especially in like high school, like if you if you going a if you going to school to be a coroner or like some kind of a, a medical, a surgeon or something like that, I, I get that part. But like, nigga, in high school, I just don't like what's some I don't know. It's like, just a weird a weird story. So why you think about it though? Let me see. Angel said term life is affordable, it eliminates the stress and hopes to lead them in a better spot. Ebony said, we ain't doing that. Eb- <laughs> Angel said, your family would claim you, but I know what you want. Drop me off. Just, uh, like,
2: just,
1: I'm just saying, like, just, just drop me off is all I'm saying. Like, you. for those of you don't know, they're building a, a house inside of Byron's house. <laughs> you hear that buzz saw in the backyard. You, you, you know, you hear that? Yes, it's super loud. The, is
2: right, next to the, the is right next to the
0: construction
1: site. So. <laughs> okay. Andrew, Let me see. Angela uh-huh. said, "Uh, She said, I never dissected anything in school, but in Girl Scouts, we dissected a baby owl. Y'all, that's cruel. That's cruel. Yeah, I love science.
2: Let's say if it died,
1: I don't know. It just seemed. It just seemed bad. Like did y'all kill the rats or was the rats already dead? Oh, they
2: were already dead. They rats.
1: So killed, killed them. a <laughs> big They killed They them in y'all school. <laughs> they killed them in the in the boiler room and brought them upstairs. Like here y'all go. Oh, y'all know, that's so funny. At rich-ass school, y'all need to bring a human legs in there? What class was that?
0: But, um,
1: Damn. So look, biology, I love science. Biology, the, the only science that I didn't like, love or whatever, like I really had no interest in it. Every other science, though, I definitely had... <laughs> I definitely had interest, man. Uh, Angela said, um, I kept it in a brown paper bag on myself for a year. That is disgusting. And If I was your parents, I would have had to cuss you out or something. Or at least put it inside of a. Uh, some. Uh, yeah, in a brown paper bag. Like, not even like a, a sealed container. Like, you ain't say you left it in some Tupperware. You said you left it on the, <laughs> on, the, on the shelf for a year. That is disgusting. And uh, Ebony J said, yeah, we can hear it. Yeah, it sounded like he was using the saw itself. So we got to get a better location for the, for his office, man. His studio is too close. Uh, Ebony J said, we did wild pigs. Really? are did wild pigs? I, uh, we never had to... Did we dissect Anything? Like I feel like I feel like we did or I feel like we were supposed to but I don't think I don't think I ever did any like frogs or anything like I don't think I ever actually ever did it like I don't think I, I had to or whatever uh Anderson said I was a kid I didn't know any better what do you mean you was you was a kid you didn't know no better than to keep a dead, <laughs> a dead, cut up owl or your or yourself in your bedroom Like, then your rooms stink you know for you know it's an owl. That's just so strange to me. Ebony uh, J said, uh, "If we if we told if we told they were you wanted your body it's claiming it and we have to pay for the transport. Uh-uh. If I die in the house, just be like man, somebody dead in there. <laughs> I don't know, like somebody dead in there." That's crazy. And then that just be it. Now y'all just have a party. Play my five songs that I won't play. And then uh, just go, I don't know, do something else. That's all I'm saying. I just don't need the, the extra stuff. That's all I'm saying. Is it Like, funerals are so much money. And it's a waste of money. So even if I had life insurance, take that money and do something else with it. Like, don't spend three grand. I don't know how much funerals cost, but... Uh, it's too much money to be to, just to be doing it though. And if you said pigs, I, I I got that part, but I don't know. I, I don't think I dissected anything uh at heights and especially I know pigs. Were these full pigs? Like grown pigs, or is it baby pigs? And like did they give y'all like a half a pig and you had to share with somebody else? Like what the hell is it getting where the hell was it getting pigs from like that? That don't make no sense to me. I know heights, and I know, and I don't understand this pig situation, is all I'm saying. Uh, Angel said, uh, I thought it was cool, no, and no smell. Uh, up pigs. Up pigs. Ebony J said she was cutting up pigs, man, at, at, at heights. Damn, I got money. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm saying. I need the backstory. Is these whole pigs and these baby pigs, Do They each group get a half a pig, or... Was it one pig per class? Like, what was the what was the dynamic? Because I need to know. I need to know. Angel said, "Hey, this is episode eighty. I'm imagining where you guys would be at one hundred and sixty. You have grown a bunch. The fam is growing. Uh, thanks, Angel. It's very nice words. Um, we uh, family is growing, man. It's the best part." Like can you imagine be When we get to the point Where we can do like Two shows a month Two shows a month And we can just produce Everybody else's stuff I want to do shows I, I still got shit to talk about I, I got You know what I'm saying Maybe not today Cause uh, None of my stuff is working Apparently I think my I think my computer is just out of memory and I can't now nah, I just can't move, I can't move anything. But so today, but uh, usually I'll be having stuff to say. I'll be having politics stuff to talk about. I, I, we, me and you talked the other day about uh, tons of like Michael Max type stuff and and I, we like I got shit to talk about. So I need I need a show. I need a show. I just don't need it to be all the time.
2: Behind the scenes.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's only, so it's still it's only two hours. Oh yeah, for you know, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I still need some kind of a show. The rest I can deal with. Oh man, I mean, so, like, well, we, don't, like,
2: we don't have a show next Sunday. So, when we come back that following Sunday, we definitely show it's going, to be, yeah.
1: it's going to be so much stuff that be on my mind. And I the yeah. I just get the film, like, I just get the feeling. I just the I just get the get the that's, uh, that's, uh, that's what I was just about to say. So this the I to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit for you guys, is when we do a show every week, and so, look, alright, so we're doing it every week, and we're doing other stuff behind the scene with other shows and stuff, but man, we was doing two shows a week, like like straight up, like two shows a week, just our content or whatever, it was a little bit different because of the stuff we was doing, uh, and we ain't had to cram everything because we was playing music, so we can kind of you know what I'm saying, nigga, we can make the, the playlist a little bit longer or you know what I'm saying? You can you can find all type of ways to hide, but ain't no hiding here now. But anyway, what I am saying is um if you when you like, it, it's weird. So like so you can get you you can get burnt out. Uh or you can be like, Man, I don't want to talk about the same thing over and over, but that's what's going on in the world, so you kinda got to. But then like when you don't do a show though, then you, then you get that edge. You be like, Man, what? Like I, like, I need, I got something to talk about. Like, it's always when you take a day off or a, sh- a week off or whatever is when, like, a whole bunch of stuff happens. And you're like, man, this has been a great time to, to have a show to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Every time. It's like that. Every time. I see, I don't remember. The only thing I do know is every time we plan a show in advance, something bad happened. Like every time we, not even plan in advance. If, we, if me and you, if me and you plan it, If me and you plan it, then it's like, all right, cool. But then we like announce like, oh, this this Sunday we're going to talk about this and and send in your this and that and, and something bad happened every time, dude. Every well, 2019, every single time because uh, we had um. Nipsey died the one time we tried to do it. Um, yeah, the day, that, the day that we had, yeah, I remember we had the show. It
2: happened
1: during the show. During the show, yeah. Um, we we it was like another like mass shooting or something when we was uh we had like another show lined up. Every time I, I swear, like every time, uh, something bad happened. So I don't want y'all to think that we don't that we bad at doing promo. It's just like we kind of want the world to. Not be as crazy as it as it has been. I suppose is what I'm saying. Uh, so I don't know. That that's all I'm saying. Um, Angel said she see a huge merch store. She see uh, a couple fundraiser, the ability to give back. Uh, she said it's probably like therapy when you had a show, for sure, no question. Uh, and uh, Regina just joined us. What's going on, Regina? Thanks for joining us as always. Um yeah.
0: Seven.
1: <laughs> so like, so like, I mean, that a, hey, that trauma test thing was, well, that was, that shit was real, man. It was, that shit was real, man. Uh, Angela said, she said, that's great though. Um, so look, so as a person, like I've never been to like counseling in any form or, or any type of therapy therapist, any, any of that stuff. So, so like, No homo, but the the, the release that you get from going to, like, talk to somebody, like, a a therapist or something, like, compare that to, like, the release you get from, like, having a show or sharing something like that on a show. I can't believe I said, uh, I should have said the the more politically correct version, by the way, but, oh, well. Oh, uh, hilarious. <laughs> look, I'm look. I'm, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I, I'm just. So look, so, I like. I don't mind talking about my personal life for the for the most part. Like, so I'm the type of person that like, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, a a bank vault, right? As far as getting information, personal information about me out, right? I don't care who you is. Like, I, I don't really share stuff about myself. So if you're gonna be Like, but I'm also honest, right? So if you ask me a question, like, I'm going to give you the honest answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to give you whatever it is that I can give you. uh, But I'm not just about to volunteer that information to you. So I don't, clearly, if if I find the right therapist or whatever that's going to ask questions or ask the right questions, then cool. But I don't feel like, I feel like the chances of that are maybe 70-30 where you actually got somebody, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like, and this is not even from watching TV, because y- y'all know I don't really watch TV like that, but I just feel like they're more, like, uh, reactive in the beginning. Like, oh, you know, so tell me, why do you think you're here? And tell me this. Like, no, 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 like, you are like you ask the questions, and I'll respond and answer the questions. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, finding the right therapist or whatever. I, I'm not against going. I'm, I, it's not like I don't. Believe like my sister do it for a living, so it's not like I don't believe that it work. It's just finding the right one for me is would would just be the key, is what I'm saying. Hey, and that's
2: finding the right one for you is most definitely crucial because y'all got a, y'all personalities got to match where you say something and they understand. You know where you coming from. Because they don't. Like, this is I don't even understand what the fuck. Why am I? You're right. I mean,
1: Look, e- even, even if y'all go watch that, uh, his 444 series, you know what I'm saying? Talking about different subjects with black men, uh, there might be some white guys on there too, but just, just talking like sensitive subjects and man, you know, you know what I'm yeah. And you know, so kind of how, uh, Ebony J was talking about on her show earlier today about the, the black community and the stigma with, um, with, uh, uh, you know, therapy and going to seek help for, for mental issues and stuff like that. Like, it's, so it's that way already for men, and I think it's like a double thing for, like, black men or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where where I think it comes down more to, like you said, of who your personality fits with. Uh, somebody that kind of understands, not saying he had to have the same background, but somebody just kind of understands, like, all right, uh, like, black people hold a lot of trauma or black males or males, whatever, hold a bunch of trauma uh, that they don't release because of the environment they grew up. Like, whatever. Like, just somebody that understands uh, your background or whatever is, is what I'm saying. Like it, it's, it's crucial. It's crucial for a lot of stuff, not just like therapy and stuff. Like, sometimes even having a regular conversation comes down to, what a stranger comes down to having some kind of a similar background. Now, y'all just having both be from Cleveland, y'all can talk about the Browns like it's easier to have a conversation because y'all got a similar background, you know.
2: Well, I say I, I could agree with you with that, but at the same time, on that, but at the same time, somebody who doesn't have the same background as you probably probably would want to be more engaged and more intrigued. And of course, you got to say this; they you know don't do for that. out.
1: So, so
2: that. they really into it, like asking asking the right
1: questions. They just really into it. So that's good. So not not to cut you off, but that that's good for that's good for an interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I don't don't I don't want my therapist learning on the job. Like, don't use me as a tool to learn. Like, nigga, like you're you're you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and not saying that you don't pick up stuff from it from interacting, but uh, don't learn. Look, I don't, if you did dealing with a realtor and this is their first house, I get it. And you got to start somewhere. Everybody got to sell their first house. But don't do it with me. You got to find somebody else to be your first sale. Because right? I, I need somebody with experience.
0: No, no I'm not.
2: that where it is and, uh,
1: nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nah, I, I, I think, I, I think like, I know. Like, I'm, like, I'm beating around the bush. You know, let's just talk about, I don't even talk about myself. Shit. Yeah.
2: nigga, so, I was in there, uh, I was in there talking about something and I was like, nigga, hey, are you even, I, well, I didn't say nigga, but I said, are you even, uh, interested in life? Like, I don't even, like, I wouldn't even be interested. It's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, talking about you can't say nigga in therapy you can't say nigga in therapy no you can't oh I'm about to say my I <laughs> 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 uh let but me but after, go like, ahead after like, let me hold on. Then, like, then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait um, so let me let me catch up in the comments man because i'm way behind sorry uh angel said uh uh byron she said "The byron that's good she said you uh you might have helped somebody similar to you especially a man because it seemed harder for men uh, Ebony J. said, but it's therapeutic to get things off your chest. I completely agree. Angel said, uh, nothing beats being your authentic self and being able to not filter and share. Uh, 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 Regina said, a word, it makes you feel free. Um, Angel said, imagine this show idea. She said, uh, a reality therapy session weekly for a couple months. Ebony would be cool to watch along if you could find some someone willing. You want, you would you'll be no. you'll be interested in doing a therapy no. show? No. No, no. no. Because
2: she's gonna be asking you a question, it
1: would be it it will be both of us. We could do it from here, you could be comfortable in your office, I could be comfortable in my office, and uh, she could be a her she or he can be in their office and uh you wouldn't do that? That sounds mighty no. It's sound not mighty entertaining. No. Oh man. Nee. Like, like mm. Oh, you was crying on live, right? (laughs) Oh, man. All right, let me see. Ebony said, uh, she said, the radio dude did that. I'm not sure I would do that because of... (laughs) That is so funny, man. Uh, She said she she wouldn't do that because of confidentiality and authentication authentication, etcetera. Uh, authentication and confidentiality. Uh Angel Angel said it might be helpful to find a black male therapist. Would you do it if it's a black dude? Never
2: seen
1: one. Uh <laughs> That that's bad in itself. Hey, I said that too. To talk to
2: niggas, like, oh,
1: that to about any about anything, like sometimes I mean, I'm look, I'm not saying it's cool, but like you could be the best male singer on the planet, but like when dudes sing, I just like like you sitting there hitting high notes, like that's weird to me. Man. It's weird. <laughs> I don't like it. Hey, <laughs> I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying what's what's real to me. Um, I
2: think it's more it's more niggas who like
1: it's more uh, uh, men and women who like Beyonce than men and women who like uh, Jody. Uh, I agree. I can agree with that. I can agree with that for sure. Uh No, you no. It, it's it's you. You're right though. Like you look at like how many.
0: <laughs>
1: so you saying more? So you saying more people know Whitney Houston than the Luther Vandross songs? Like Whitney as well? You know what I'm saying? I, I can I can agree with that. I'm just saying like. I, look, I'm not saying this right, but I agree with you. And, and not nothing, like, professional or whatever, but, like, sometimes when dudes just be talking, I'm like, I don't want to hear this. Like, not, I don't want to <laughs> hear this from you, man. I ain't saying this right at all. I'm just saying what I feel sometimes. Angel said, "Uh, it might be lighthearted ones to teach people who don't go to therapy what it's like, and maybe they will learn from just watching. Just put up a disclaimer. Maybe. The, what, who are we are going to put out like these tears are not real like these are fake tears any tears you seen have been <laughs> any tears you seen have been simulated for entertainment purposes <laughs> that's so funny And just say imagine the first time you do a surgery as a surgeon and i remember i was scared when i drove my car alone for the first time i look i get it i get it but i don't don't learn on the job with me like just your first if this is your first surgery, you tell me afterwards. Other, otherwise I'm like, I need somebody else, big dog. I, I need somebody else. Like that's, that's trust
2: him, Like, you're uh everyone ain't never cut your hair
0: before. He in barber school he needs you
2: know
1: somebody to somebody just practice on? Yeah. Like he know what he he know what he's doing, he 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 trained, he been his he got his his, his uh, barber uh college certificate and all this stuff. And you was first cut when he get into the shop, though. And you be like, ah. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying it's it's real, though. Regina said... And if you have a bad... Crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy. Let me see. Regina said, uh, I can be more myself and open here than I can other places. I guess I filtered myself elsewhere. Uh, and she put the thumbs down. That is a bad job. Like, cause I don't know, man. I like this. And this is another reason why I don't think counseling would be super great for me because, uh, 'cause not because not I filter myself but I just like i'm i'm like I can't say this for a fact but i'm i feel i feel like I'm more myself everywhere than most people are you know what I'm saying like how I feel about something or how I react or whatever I feel like I'm more that way wherever I am like I'm more consistent like across the board no matter where I'm at um than most people are you know what I'm saying so even though I'm sure some stuff locked up I don't remember what my score was on the trauma test but I'm sure you know what I'm saying stuff in there but I don't know the consent like I, I, I'm okay with it because I feel like I'm super consistent which means a lot to me if, if that makes sense
2: um I say don't
1: knock it you try it though alright I'm, I'm not ag- I'm not against it we just gotta find somebody that uh can ask the right questions. that's all <laughs> So so you saying you wouldn't do it, but you telling me to do it on, on air? Is that what you telling me to do? No, no I'm, not saying, no, I'm not saying
0: on air. I'm just saying you should do, you should just do it,
1: it, uh, Well, it costs money, so I do it on air. it costs money so I do it on air if it's free. Well, I don't know what type of
2: insurance you got, you know, but uh I mean, some insurance uh you know, you got that Obamacare or some
1: shit, you can get a uh, net for free. I don't know, I'm gonna have to take a look then.
2: Uh, Angela said, uh, Go ahead,
0: go
1: ahead. I would think at least, at least two sessions because the introduction, I don't know how much we'll get done because you entered, you know, introduction or whatever, but you know. Uh, let me see. Angela said, It's like a family a support group. Regina said, Uh, yes, uh, we're actually where I actually filter myself for real to avoid problems with family and friends. Um, well, first off, Regina, I'll take that as a compliment for us. Like, I'm glad that you were able to be yourself around us and, you know, we just have fun and, and make jokes and talk about serious stuff. And, and, and it's a pretty good group as far as being judgy and, you know, uh, supportive for one another. Like, you know, I, in all honesty, I, I'm in I'm a in game. I'm in a gang of groups on Facebook and and you know, social media and all that stuff, but uh like our community of people, whatever, um we got a pretty solid group, man. I ain't even lying. like so uh I I'll definitely take it as a compliment. Like hopefully we can continue to promote like a a healthy environment, like or you know just a non toxic like sometimes like, this might not even be a healthy environment, but if it's a non-toxic environment on the internet, you know how rare that is? Like, just where it ain't people just name-calling or being judgy, like, just that alone, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, i definitely take that as a as a compliment for sure. Uh, well, we let, you know, let the picture on our world. You know. in, in some... In, But, if, this, uh, if this was a pivot from radio days,
2: you know, be yourself on here and, uh, you know, be fake around, you know, other people. But look, you know what? You know it's funny to me? You see me all talking and stuff like this. this is, but this is how I've been told all the time, right? But somebody has seen me off of here, <laughs> uh, you know, trying to talk to me it won't be the same thing. So I, you know, I understand, you know, where she coming from,
1: No. <laughs> like, I, and, and right, and right, and that's what I'm saying. So even though I know, I remember like you put up the uh, the Dame Dash and and, and Jay Z picture, or whatever. And like uh, I forgot who you said was who. Did you say you was Dame Dash and I was Hove? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what you said. And, like, which is cool. Like, cause I, I'm just you know I don't know, man. I like I, I cause I can talk about what, well. You tell me this. You tell me why you chose those people for 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 us as as representation. And explain it for people who might not know the dynamic between Hove and, and Dame. Rapper? What's what? Uh uh. There's three people who uh were the owners of rocket Brother. what's that uh what's it called
2: nigga? Name? Uh not big O. What's
1: that nigga name? Um I'm tripping right now. Not Jazz, uh oh, what's that nigga name? Oh no,
2: that's how
1: we need, uh, we need an intern.
2: Hehehe <laughs> business oriented oriented um just about
1: everything oh that is his name Uh, his name is Biggs Kareem Burke Biggs yeah yeah okay so I see you in October. (laughs) I see you in October as Dame. seen it and I you know what I'm saying I felt like um at first I'm like I'm like no nah, I don't like to be in front of the camera like that but when I, I seen it recently and, and I seen like the the picture that you had, had selected like uh that wasn't like smiling, joking Jay Z. Like that was like black album uh I'm about to be the running the Death Jam all business Jay Z. And I was cool with that, you know what I'm saying? For sure. No question about that. It's, I don't know, it's, 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 it's I don't know, it's a sidebar, but. Hey, I could easily be JG because, I mean, he, he do not like to be in front of the camera
2: like that at all. That nigga don't do interviews, nothing, like, man. He got way better, yeah, he got way better on
1: it, but even if he watched the interviews, he just looked like awkward. You know,
2: doing an interview. That you nigga.
1: Know, dick- I mean,
2: Mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. All right, so Ebony J said, uh, "I have plenty of people who say, who say they start off not liking me or feeling me, but then they get comfortable." So yeah, I think it might take a couple sessions, but I'm down. Angel said, uh, "You cry, we will we'll be here for you guys." <laughs> uh, Regina was laughing. Uh, Ebony J said, "I'm pretty good." and asking loaded questions where it's one question, but I get a, but I get several answers. Well, you better bring your A-game, because you know me probably better than anybody in here, and yeah, I don't give up information. I
2: got to see you at work.
1: Yeah, I got to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you got uh, <laughs> like you to gotta, you gotta have a session, and she make you cry, then you got to go like, your stupid, your stupid lights are out. <laughs> I say something like, uh, your, "Your recording was was dumb, <laughs> you got feedback on recording, and you just say it mean because you made you cry." You know what I am saying? Like- <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious, man! Oh, nigga, said, here, man, take this, take, this, take this paper towel." And You got like PS. <laughs> I don't know, like a PSD flashback of you, you in the office, and of you a box of tissues. Oh man, that is fuck, that is fucking hilarious, man. That is hilarious. Oh man. She said uh took out in the background
0: and
1: Can I Oh man. Uh, just had like <coughs> like before like she don't even ask you nothing she just handed to you, like you just hear like then then it become like a movie, like you ain't looking through your perspective, like the camera zoom out. Did you hear the Jay Z playing loud in the background. She handed you a roll of paper towels, nigga. <laughs> uh, it's so funny! I don't know why it's so fucking. That's so hilarious, man. Ebony uh, J said uh, I had she had a ma- a black male therapist on the show. That's true. I think dude was from out of town, if I'm not mistaken, too. Um, they they is rare. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they're. But if you guys are interested in it, I'll at least find out and and maybe maybe we can, I don't know about having a session on air, but we can have a conversation with him because I think our questions, and I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this and I mean it in, you know, for lack of a better term, but our like real nigger questions opposed to like clinical questions coming from Ebony, you know what I'm saying, uh, would give like a different perspective, like you know what I'm saying? Like when people go on Ebony show, which is one of the reasons why I love Ebony show, is because she don't do a lot of cussing. She might not do no cussing, if I don't think. And um, it's real highbrow, <laughs> which is not a bad thing, but it's just a contrast to our show where, I'm not saying ours is lowbrow, but it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't uh, clinical. It ain't clinical is how I put it. Yeah. You know, It'd be just us. Real yeah. Real, real, like Real stuff that might help somebody for real. Like or, or at least have somebody be like, all right, so alright, so I'm not abnormal. I can reach out to some there are people out there. I can contact her or contact her guests or something and say, Hey, I do need some help with something. Like we don't really offer that. Like we just kinda like we just kinda get on here and, and slightly offend people but people know that we good people so they don't really be offended remember we, said some, we said something one time and, and Erica was like uh, oh no no, that was Ashley Ashley was like so why y'all commenting on it then like hey we entitled to our opinion like we can talk about whatever we want to like leave us alone
2: <laughs> let
1: me see so Andrew said you can come with Hold on, Angel said you can come with me to therapy. I think what she's talking about, and uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do, yeah, do that. But <laughs> Angel said Byron's right. You definitely got to go a couple times. Ebony say EAP. I don't know what that is, but it gives you a, a sessions for free. I don't know what that is, but I'll find out. Uh, Ebony J said she said good good job Byron. Everyone should go. We all got stuff to work through. You have to go several times. The first one to th- one to three times is asking you a lot of questions to form your treatment plan, what y'all will focus on. Uh, then it takes time to build a report. You can't always just dive in. Sometimes you have to pull back layers. Nigga, we'll get to the crowbar because I got them. You looking for layers? You look. You looking? Point me out to the, 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 the state or the nation's top therapist, mental health specialist, and tell him to bring crowbar. Like, I'm a crowbar. He going to be going home. He or she's going to be going home, like, talking to his wife, like, oh, I'm a, going to a kill him. <laughs> I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a kill him. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Let me see. Ebony J said, uh, the captain said, suck, instead of the F word that Byron said. Oh. <laughs> You know, Facebook do like the, the, the automated captions. I, I don't even know how you turn that off or whatever, but the witcher column don't want to uh, <laughs> don't want to cut like we do. I want to do a, say, I wonder if it say nigger. So maybe we just say nigger a bunch of times and see if it say nigger. I am just curious. Uh, Ebony J said, <laughs> she said, Dame Dash comes off as a jerk. He is. He he he, he is to an extent, and I don't know if he uh, he is to an extent though.
2: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah, don't. Yeah, because I I damn sure be there like to, to mend that bridge. <laughs> um, Ebony Jay said that's important though, Byron. Y'all should bring me on for two seconds so I can talk about that. Um, I didn't see it, so now you know we way behind in the comments. But uh, talk about what, and then just put it in the comments, and then I- I'll send you the link if you want to come on still. Um Angel said uh hearing man talk about their struggles will be interesting for me. Def, definitely check into it. Uh I, Okay. I will I'll write it down in my blues clues book, even though it's green. Alright, so I'm gonna put I'ma put male therapist, then therapist and then in quotes I'm gonna put black where it don't have to be a black guy, but it probably would help. Like you think if we got like a white, you think we got a white male therapist? He'd be like offended because we just keep calling him nigger or something. Like not even like on purpose, but just like you think he'll feel uncomfortable that we had to do therapy for him. Like I was saying, like we, like we like we, wait, we we, we we said so much to the point where like he'll need therapy. Like like then he'll he'll be traumatized. Like I don't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I just froze. I just sat there.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: because it, it's definitely a need. If, if, you, if, you, if you if you if you want a job that's going to be in demand, that's it for for sure. Uh, go ahead.
2: See,
1: no, I get that. <laughs> See, no, I you be my doctor. like, I can't get I get that, and I get what she's saying, but I, I feel like, just like the mental health part of it, like, it ain't a thing for, like, males, black males, to go to the doctor. You know, and I, I think that go male across the board, and then maybe it's double for black males, maybe. Like, But I, I think, like, guys just don't go to the doctor. And I ain't saying that it's cool or nothing like that, but I think it just is what it is. But why is that, Like, I don't
0: understand.
2: Like, why? Because. Like, why? Like, you just go. Because. You don't want to hear the bad news. Like, like our, our,
1: as us as, as a black men, like, we have to be tough at like, all times. And we can't. That's. We can't, our guard. we can't even lie. That's what. You, you can't smile in pictures. Like, uh, it's. I swear, man. Like, look. Alright, black women got it tough. like women women got it tough. Black women got it tough. I think I think I seen it I think on Twitter it was like in order of like toughest to not toughest or whatever. And it was like white males clearly got it. I don't think nobody could disagree that white males clearly have the easiest. Like in general. I'm not talking about nobody specific. But clearly in general, white males have it the easiest of, of everybody. Then I think they, I think they said it was I think I actually think they said it was like black males and then white females and of course black females, um, and uh, like it's tough, man. It, it's tough as it is, and maybe and maybe I'm just biased or whatever, but it's tough being a black dude, man. Not in, and that's not even including like the the police, all the extra police shit and all that stuff, but just. Like the amount of pressure, the fact that we're that we are um, uh, expected to be this, this, and this, and the stigma that you fight against every single day, whether it's like you know all black guys are are, are criminals or all black guys are deadbeat dads, even if you don't got kids, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just you just fighting nigga every single day, and it's fuck, it's draining mentally and physically sometimes. shit ain't even true, yeah. Like, you fight fighting against ghosts, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're fighting against, uh, theories. You know what I'm saying? You're fighting against, uh, made-up shit, and, and, and so, I don't know. As tough as it is for black women, I believe, as, as tough as it is for women in general, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just tough, man. Uh, I ain't, I, ain't even a, I even
2: thief, but just
1: being a black man, you it to, uh, a slower.
2: It make you want to it, 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 it,
1: So, so I, I don't know. I don't know about you, man. But when like when something like that happened, like it made me want to steal shit. Like I could have a pocket full of money, but i be like, man, I I'll take this shit if I want to. Like, is how you feel about me. I should just do it and then just look at you and dare you to say something. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I be I be saying all the time, man. I wish black people was as violent as white people think. And I wish men was as ruthless as women think sometimes or you know like whatever like sometimes like just to prove a point like man we be out here walking on eggshells sometimes to not ruffle no feathers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let me see, so Ebony J said uh he uh the, go ahead. No, okay. no, Alright yeah. so Ebony J said uh the the that guy, the uh male therapist is from Akron and they are coming up. Okay. Uh Regina said to Ebony that uh <laughs> Regina said I would make Ebony want to retire. Uh Ebony said I I would get my money for sure from your comments. That is definitely true. Um Ebony said uh what oh it put instead of cussing the in oh instead of cussing it put Oh it put question marks instead of saying the N word. It just put question marks That's funny. Uh she said male therapist and EAP and picnics. I guess that's what you talking about is coming up. I don't know what EAP is, but let me know. Uh, Angel said, uh, in the times of the world now, it might be even more interesting. <sighs> yeah, I-, I can see that for sure. Regina said um, <laughs> "Regina said to Ebony, I'm my own walking reality show. Now I'm interested. Ebony said, no, I have a passion for it. It's, it's an easier degree to get to get back if you don't have the passion you can hurt people. I agree with that. I, I agree that you want to have... I I don't know. I think it should be looked into. It's kind of like being a police officer. Like, we say one of the things that will help alleviate some of the pressure is that if you actually got black police officers or police officers from the neighborhood that actually want to make a difference, but they can get in there and, and, and hurt somebody, just like the George Floyd, the black dude on there, he had been on the force for three days, and they say that he, he joined the force because his brother got, like, accosted by police before and he joined to make a difference and then this nigga just sat on somebody's leg while he choked the nigga out anyway that's a long story but anyway uh so yeah i I feel for a lot of stuff like you can't hurt people just like that clown um that joined the force because of what police did to his brother and then he did it to somebody else what a fucking idiot uh so it's another story or whatever but yeah no you right about that But I feel like it's something that should be at least looked into, because if you do want to help people, but you don't know how that that might can be something uh, that might help a community like as a whole. I I feel personally. Um, Let me see. Andrew said, uh, Regina, you may need your own podcast to talk. Come on over to the family, uh, Regina. (laughs) Come on and uh, come on and join. Get underneath this umbrella. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. Ebony said, uh, she said, let's do it. Sound like we sound like we'll get paid. (laughs) I hire a camera crew to follow him around. And then every time Virginia comes to the office for a session, it'd be like a crossover between uh, uh, during the course uh, and uh, and during the course, uh, 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 not only the podcast, but the nonprofit, the, the charity. That'll that that'd be interesting. Regina said to Angel, she said, yeah, I always thought I could write a book, Crazy Stuff For Real. Man, people want to know, man. People want to know what makes you who you are. Uh, everybody' life is, uh, experience is different. You know, don't don't downplay it. Like, let us let us know who you are. Um, Angel said, uh, when you're ready to be vulnerable, let me know. I'm always <laughs> scouting talent. Yeah, Angel's the manager out there. So if y'all... Uh, Get with her if you don't get with us for sure. Uh, Ebony said, "You fighting against a false narrative, like I, th- that's the way I put it." Jay Z said this even before, since we were talking about Jay Z, even before, um, like he dropped the four 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 conversations or whatever. He was like, "Man, he was like, man, how am I supposed to win when you got me fighting against ghosts?" You know what I'm saying? Like, he literally, like, like you fighting against ghosts, man. Like I don't even know how else to put it. Like, you fighting against stuff. That's not there, like stuff that's not true, stuff that's made up, stuff that's from the Jim Crow era, stuff that's uh, from the, the the crack epidemic in the eighties. Like you could be the perfect dad, but as soon as somebody see you, you like nigga, he he, no way this dude, uh, he, you know, he catching the bus to work because it's it's better for the environment. But they are like man, look at this dude, he broke, he probably pay child, he probably don't pay his child a sort child. What is this shit called? Child support. <laughs> Sorry, I don't got no kids, my bad. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, all, just all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I I don't know. So, Ebony J wanted to join us, so I'm going to send her an invitation. Uh, she also said, Latasha? I want to say it's Latasha. I hope I'm not pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, she said, thanks for joining, and I also want to thank you for joining. Uh, see, I thought it was Latisha, too. But I, I, I felt like, my first option was going to be wrong, so I went with Latasha. I I, I promise I'm not an idiot. Like, I I seen it, and I thought it was Latisha, and I'm like, that's probably wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. All right, so give me... Alright, go ahead. Let Let me bring Ebony J up. So while he's going to get some water, I just want to remind you guys... It's been a while. Um, it's our ever prayer it's our ever apparent sponsor. It's um it's, uh, it's top fan of Regina's uh favorite brand and uh they don't disappoint, man. Look, this is even this is even uh every day don't don't tell us we wrong cuz this is just our opinion so we can't be wrong. Uh This is your ad here though. This this show is 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 uh brought to you by your ad here um this is a, a, a this is another special batch man look this is how dope they are so not only are they our longest running sponsor um they send us special batches all the time uh this was a special batch that they sent me out for my birthday um last week last Saturday uh so I appreciate them as always um I don't know man when you got somebody that sponsors you for damn near a year like you know through through quarantine um through through it all like they they actually get in there and and support us through it all uh oh reliable whatever you want to call it that you're at here is, is is amazing stuff um I can't thank them enough um so thank you to them and if you are actually uh, interested in getting your ad here, send us a message. And uh, I'm sure we can definitely make that happen for you. So, special shout out to your ad here. Um, my Epiphany Media Cup filled up with the your ad here. It's amazing. Um, so, yeah. So, Ebony J said, did I send it through?" I just sent it. So, be sure to uh, click on it for me. Emily uh, J. said we're wrong about something. So, I feel like she's about to school us. Uh, but I I think I'm going to stick to my guns as far as I feel like... Um, like, I feel like you don't necessarily... Like, because sometimes you don't know. like So, if you look into something... Um, like therapy or something. Even if you just, you might not have a passion for that specifically, but if you have a passion for helping people, but you don't know how or what's the best way or what's the most effective way. I think having black therapists is um is is the way to go for sure. Um, and she says she wants to talk about three things. So I don't know if that's necessarily one of the things. I'll find out here when she joins us in a moment. Um, but I definitely want to um. But I definitely think that I, I'm I'm going to stick to those. So I'm going to pull Byron out and I'm going to pull up uh, award-winning uh, podcast number-making uh, Ebony J from the Epiphany Media family of Enduring uh, the Course with Ebony J. You can see it scrolling on the bottom of the screen. And uh, without further ado, when she pop up... Oh, okay. Hey, shout, shout out to Rossboro. Right. So, um, I
3: didn't hear the last part that you said because I was <laughs> lost. so I don't know if you want to repeat that
1: and start there or what. So, so I was just saying, so I, I was just, I said, I don't know what three things that you want to touch on. I said, but I think I'm going to stick with my guns as far as even if something that people are not, um, uh, uh Necessarily passionate about like ther- therapy or being a therapist or a social worker, but if you if you got a passion for helping people, but not knowing the best way to do to go about it or not knowing the most effective way, I feel like that's something that should be looked into. Not saying that everybody should just do it just because, but it is a way. It, it, it's a it's, it's a gap that's missing, like a black male perspective ther- therapist. Uh, 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 like the pool for black ther- black male therapists. It's pretty shallow, is what I'm saying.
3: Oh, absolutely. So that, that was a different thing, but, um, that's, yeah, I agree 100% that, that you, you are exactly right, but I still have to, you know, like, this is one of the things that that's my thing, you know what I'm saying, so I have to protect it. Um, and there are a lot of people who are in this field who just do it because it's an easier degree to get, so sometimes you only have to take, um, let's say, 10 classes versus 15 classes for when they started off. So then they'll just they'll, they'll figure out that they all track where it's going to take a longer, run, whatever the place is, but if I go ahead and hurry up and graduate, if I go in here and um, get this in a social service field, then that will allow me to, uh, especially when the degree is social work, then that will allow me to hurry up and get uh, finished with school and hurry up and start working, which, you know, whatever, but when it's something like this something's, and then so, then, so the problem with that is, then you get into the field and then you're not making money or whatever the case is, um because it wasn't a passion of yours, and then you start, like I said, either hurting people, the servicing them properly, so then you know like you said, like like we were talking about earlier, if I come to you and you mess up, a lot of times people will not go to therapy anymore because of that bad experience so I just, I just have to, you know, protect it to let people know that um, or I'm sorry, you know, people get burnt out real easy in this field and a lot of times it's because they don't have a passion or they're not taking care of themselves. So, you know, that's, that's another thing for that that I would say about that. And then people will start bashing the field itself like, oh, you can't make no money. And I'm here to tell people not even to brag. I show receipts and they say, um, I make over six figures doing this. Like, just, To be honest, so it's money in it, but you got to do it. It doesn't look like a traditional situation. Now, we make it over, you know, six figures. I work a lot, you know what I'm saying? Really, to be honest, seven days a week um, for the most part. So it don't come without a price, but it's possible. is my whole point. Um, Now, the three things that I wanted to talk about were EAP is um, Employee Assistance Program. So a lot of employers are required to offer that to employees. Because the bottom line to it is if you don't, if you're not, um, like you talked about earlier, if you're not fully whole, if you're not fully able to function, then you can't do your job. And so they are, they're, um, I can't say everybody, but I know that a lot of people are required to do that. It's just like if you are an alcoholic or something like that, in in most, some cases, depending on the job, they can't fire you, they have to provide you with service.
1: Yeah, you got to admit, you got to admit that you have a, a problem uh, I think that's the only one I do know about for sure is that you you have certain protections if you admit that you have a problem uh, but the problem come in for some people is that the the admission part right but, but that's what EAP
3: employee since program supposed to be able to, you're supposed to be able to go to them and let them know that you um, are struggling, and it's a lot of capacity. Like you said, it could be, you know, alcohol, it could be mental health, it could be financial, it could be all types of things, and they are supposed, and your your job is covered under that. But like I said, it also provides, I think it's like around like, so you, so that's just, you know, something you can look into, um, or, you know, anybody can look into to see if your job offers, because therapy can be, you know, especially, like I said, um, make what I make, um, I'm looking at, you know, $150 an hour. Um, now, me personally, I do have a sliding scale, um, fee scale, so depending on, um, you know, it could be less, but at the end of the day, it could be very pricey, you know, if, if that makes sense. So just looking to EAP is one of the things uh, that I wanted to talk about. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is... Um, what Byron said about, like, the things about the took was, That's the point, because um, if you notice, every time on my show, I always tell people, like, I always say, it depends on who you are, that I can work with you, right, and, um, and then I say if you're somebody that I can't work with you, is where I will go, I will get you to somebody, and that's for exact, exactly for things like that. Now, sometimes it's unavoidable where, like, if you're in a rural area, rural area, um, sometimes you, the therapist might be somebody who went to high school with or whatever because it's, it's a smaller you Small don't want to drive a, you know, an hour two hours to go get somebody that might be the next place where you can get something so sometimes you do have to go to somebody but when we're in a situation like this you are legally you cannot do that so I couldn't provide you know a clinical therapy where I could charge for it or whatever with like you for example because you know your family or because of how our relationship now I have had people who was closely interactive. I'm trying to, you know, make sure I'm still sticking with confidentiality. And so what I've what I've we'll put it like this. I've had clients who um I'm trying to think of the best way to say The whole thing is that when I when I let people, okay, this is the perfect example. When I first started, I worked at Ohio Godstone and I lived in Euclid. And so a lot of my clients they gave me were in Euclid. And they um, did that intentionally because they paid for mileage and different stuff like that. It was just easier for me to get client, you know, get to clients in a closer situation. Well, one time I had a client that went to my son's school. But they wasn't in the same grade, but they were still in the same school. So how I was, and I would go see this kid at school a lot of times. So I would see my client, um, let my client go back to class and then have lunch with my son. And so that just worked out for me. But... When there are situations like that, what I do is I, I tell people um, I have a, a disclaimer, a personal disclaimer While I let them know, oh, I live in you, but also, um, you know, my kids might go to the same school. I've seen clients at the library, I've seen clients in the grocery store, and I let them know that you never have to feel, you know, so so one way how I try to avoid people feeling that type of way is I won't speak to them. And I say, that's not, you know, uh, rude or anything. If you speak to me, I'll speak back. But for the most part, I won't speak to you because another thing that I've had, my kids know what I do. So sometimes if they, if somebody that they know, they automatically go to like, who is that mine? Is that one of your clients? And I'm like, it's none of your business. Or I'll say, "That's that's my friend or something like that. But I have to have those conversations up front when I find out that we may have some type of connection like that. Um, and and I, so there are times where I'm at I am at this because I deal with a lot of people and I don't necessarily, it could be a previous client or it's just natural to speak to people when you know, so then I had to start changing that up to where I will speak to you but I won't have conversations with you on any other level except for hey, you know what I'm saying, and so um, so, you know, it kind of just depends if I think about it, like that's one of my clients, if it's somebody I'm super familiar with then of course that's my client and so I won't um, I won't Speak to them, but sometimes it, it does flip my mind. But I I have those conversations so that people are uncomfortable because it very it is very uncomfortable to be like like I said, how embarrassing is that if if my if they would have heard my kids say like, mom, is that one of your clients? And you never know who they're with, and they might not want to know that they're in therapy. So there are some protections that you have um, that should be set in place. You know, as much as we possibly can. We talked about it on the show earlier. One of the um, offices that I worked in they, uh, the way that the entrance was, it was almost impossible for, like, there were plenty of times where clients crossed paths, and but it was other um, things in that building, but we was the only black business in that building, so naturally, they're going to put two and two together that, for the most part, they was coming to see us. But, so I had those conversations to say, if you do see somebody in here that you know, you know, please don't share that you saw them at, you know, at the therapist, because you might be comfortable with, Shane, you going to therapy, but they may not. So we do, do try to do a good job of keeping, you know, your, uh, um, so, you know, hopefully that will kind of give somebody a little bit of peace or, you know, whatever. And the last thing that I want to talk about is, um, what you were talking about, Emmanuel, when you talked about different things like, um, about them being, or about basically you being tough, you know, and then having to have a crowbar, so that's where a lot of challenges come in, because for me, um, just because of my personality on top of just even, you know, it spills over professionally, I ain't doing that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when you come to me, you need to be ready to uh, peel back some layers. You need to be, like, I. We are, we are taught and we are trained not to work harder than the client. So if you're not ready to come there and open up, and I'm not saying spill everything out the first time or whatever, like, you're going to have to. We're going to have to be a relationship. You're going to have to know that you can trust me. You're going to have to know that I understand you and I'm not judging you and all of these types of things. But there are some clients that I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to work harder than you. So if you're coming there and you are, even if it's not intentional, I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying, if you are intentionally not trying to, I mean, you're intentionally, yeah, not trying to open up to me, then it's only so much or so many times that I'm going to see you before I say it. But I'm going to
1: have that conversation with you and just let you
3: know. Oh, excuse me for a second,
1: y'all. Sorry, Sorry y'all.
3: <laughs> so, so I just want to say... Hi, Jackie. So, I like uh, I, I didn't really remember you because I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I, I need
2: to get a, a out one.
1: So, so I just want to say that. Uh, so, so I just want to defend my position that, like I said, it's, it's not me not being ready. I am. I don't know what that is, that feedback, but, um, but um, just so not so not when, not that I'm, I wouldn't be ready to open up or whatever, but it'll just be like. I, like I'm not going to I'm not going to volunteer the information, but you ask the question, and I'll be 100 and 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 open and honest with you, and I'll answer your questions like exactly what it is. But like you, you know how you go into a, uh you, know you go to an interview and they be like All right, so tell me about yourself and I'll just be sitting there like I'm, I'm 29 or I'm 30 and uh, you know I'm just trying to find a company I can hang on you know, say, oh, whatever like like cause I like I don't know what to say because I'm not forthcoming with the information like that, but you ask me you know, uh, tell me what makes you great or tell me why you're good for this position or whatever the case is, then I can, you know, then I open up. You know what I'm saying? Then i will be like, oh, you know, I'm good for this because this isn't this and blah, blah, blah. Like, so it wouldn't be, like, necessarily me holding back. It would just be me. um, uh, I just need somebody to to ask the questions. I'm not even saying the right questions, but, they can ask the questions because I'm not just going to sit there and be like, blah, 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 and I got diarrhea in the mouth and I'm still going. Like, that just wouldn't be me.
3: Yeah, yeah, so exactly. That's how it should be. It should be like that. That's why I put in the comments like I can ask you one question but I could get a whole bunch of answers from that one question. Um, so it does it it does go to having a very good therapist because there are maybe there are some therapists who who will do that, who will just um expect you to come in and, and whatever whatever, but the reality of it is is like again like we talked about earlier, is that sometimes we are struggling with something we don't have the words for or we don't know why we're struggling and And that's why you're coming to me like I would be the same thing of you I'm not coming again just like I said I'm not gonna work harder as the you know as the person as the client um I'm not coming here and doing your job for you either you know what I'm saying so so I definitely get that but I I just wanted to point that out because there are some people who who will come there and they expect for it a magic trick, or you know, for us to get right. you, and that's not our right. job. We are there to guide you, and you know, to help you in those times. And it, and it is just like how y'all did the the, um, the trauma thing. There are different tools that we use to be able to get a lot of information. Um, there is a lot of again, if you're thinking correctly, or if you you do the work correctly, uh, which is important to me. And then also, my experience, you know, being in the military, I have some additional training, so I pay, like, you know, when you talk about paying attention to details and different things like that, I pay attention to to details well, and I pay attention to nonverbals. So it's not always about, like, it'll be people like, well, I didn't say that. Sometimes you don't have to say that. If I ask you a question and you squirm in your chair then I'm going a, I'm to a pay attention to that. The first time I'm not going to say anything about it, but if you do it, you know, a second or a third time, then I'm going to be like, well, hey, I know this. Every time we get around this certain area, you know, you, you shift your body position. Is that making you uncomfortable? Yes. Why is that making you uncomfortable? Or what, you know, what does that feel like to you? So there are questions that, you know, that should be asked to get the information that's needed. And a lot of times, when I'm asking you those questions, as you saying that out of your mouth, it makes you more aware, or it makes you, you know, be like, dang, that that's really messed up. Like I treated such and such like this. That right. was messed up on my part, or I didn't even recognize that this is what was going on. And now that I'm I'm saying it, um, now I realize that. That was stupid for me to allow that. You know, different things like that right. because a lot of times people will say, too, like, yeah, I went to therapy and it didn't work. And it's like, what does that mean? Like, it's impossible for it to work because just like we're – there are times that you guys talk about topics. And like I, I said on the um, on the State of the Union show, you guys don't give yourself a lot of credit or enough credit because there are a lot of times that you bring up stuff. And even though it's your opinion, even though it doesn't have um, what you feel like is um, professional – Back in, or, or however you want to put it, it's still valid because it's your opinion, and it also gives you know, especially because y'all, y'all show is predominantly female. So it gives us perspective, a different perspective than what we're used to that we might not get from our husbands or from our partners. Because, and then, like Regina said, it's a place where you get to, you know, talk freely and different things like that because there are some times that spouses won't have that conversation. But it's like, so now when y'all bring it up, then you can look at your spouse like him. Oh, so that's why he don't have XYZ. you know what I'm saying? So so y'all don't give yourself enough credit, but I'ma always give it to y'all because sometimes just having this space or sometimes just having certain conversation brings a different perspective, brings, brings attention, brings uh, brings awareness, and that is, you know, ultimately how therapy should look for people as well.
1: So all right, so I, I got yeah. Go go ahead, B. I, I, that's what I wanted to pull you in to see uh, what you had to say. Um. Uh, so back to when
2: you, when you were talking about the, uh, the therapist-client uh, privilege type thing. So in those cases, do you refer uh, another? Uh, therapist with somebody, you know, let's say, let's say your cousin wanted to wanted to uh you know, wanted you to be their therapist, but since you can't do it, would you refer to somebody else? Because I remember being referred before and I didn't like that person, you know So for me, yeah, I, I
3: uh, family is completely off limits. Friends are off limits and um close relation is off limits. And I've had a lot of family and friends come to me, um, who wanted me because they like my style and they like my you know, because how I am, um, is exactly how I am with session for the most part. Um, I wish I wish it was, you know, somebody on here that could be like, you know, maybe I will have a past guest, uh, I mean a past client come on eventually. Um but I uh, I have to explain it all the time because for one, it goes to exactly what you said. If you're when you're going to therapy, you know, you should most in most cases you're you're divulging a lot of intimate, personal, you know, private details of your life. And so you if you only have to see me in here, you know I'm gonna be professional in here, I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that. But then if you come and you're kicking with me and let's say I don't do this particularly, but let's just say I'm kicking and I'm drinking you don't want to ever be afraid of what's going to come out of my mouth. Or if you are, let's say you talk to me, whether it's in couple counseling or, because um, I do public counseling as well, or if you just came and you, and you talked to me about your wife, you don't know. Like, people have a fear, like, am I going to treat their spouse a certain type of way because I have information that maybe nobody else knows. But, like, let's say you told me that, you know, your spouse cheated, so now I'm going to be looking at your spouse like oh she nasty or you know whatever the case is so that's that's one reason why you can't do those things and then there's a lot of times that I have to get uh, to hold my clients accountable and sometimes when you try to hold your family members accountable they don't they don't receive it or they don't um they feel like you're judging them or they feel like you this you, they feel like you that versus when you come to me you know as a therapist I'm going to explain that to you like listen I'm gonna call you out on some stuff if I have to, and you know different things like that. And I'm gonna hold you accountable, and I'm, you know, I'm gonna do it in the most professional way as possible. But I'm going to do it, and so clients are okay with it because this is this is the relationship that we have. Versus if I'm, you know, if it's a personal relationship, it get it starts to look differently. So that you know you can't do that. And then, um, so I do refer, um, and. Um, I try to match people with people who I think, you know, would fit, but it doesn't always fit. But that's why, if you notice, like when I'm talking about my show and different things like that, I have a whole bunch of different types of therapists. Um, and that's why I'm working on it. And that's another reason why I'm showcasing them on um, and doing the course with Ebony J because I want people to be like, okay, well, I can't go to Ebony, but I like XYZ. You know, I like this person. I like they feel like And so that, hopefully, my intention on that is that we'll give you somebody who you might feel like, you you know, you get a sense of them. Because a lot of times you don't get to you don't personally get to interview. When you interview your therapist is when you're already in the session. And that's hard to do when you're already when you are in a crisis. You don't want to have to add something to it. So hopefully by me having you know, I have a whole lineup. Like y'all don't even know yet, like, you know, I have a whole lineup of therapists just making our schedule work and different things like that. Um, but hopefully at the end of you know, at the end of my time here or whatever case, I, I will have been able to showcase enough different type of therapists. You notice I've had one that talks about finances, I've had a white one, I've had a black male. Um, y'all know my girls uh that's part of the four the therapist movement. Um it's a total of four of us that's all black but we all from in different type of type. It's all I them on together. I'm gonna to have them on individually. You know, all of those type of things. I have another um, male therapist that I that I wanna bring on. Um I'm gonna have someone who who is a therapist who who is um who is gay or who looks yeah, I hope that's the proper word for it. I don't know, get being political politically correct or stuff but uh, which is important because
1: better better sit on if, our show than on your show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but it's important because even if that's something that if you are gay or if you um if you do struggle with that or if you you know you're not ready to come out, that's not an area that I can, you know, adri- address comfortably and not because I'm not comfortable with it, but that's not my thing. So I don't I don't know how that feels have somebody come out, you know, differently. Right. So I'm going to look having somebody come in there so that you can always, I mean, you know, so that you can have options because it's important to feel comfortable with therapists. Now, that doesn't mean that because the person does not, has not experienced what you experienced, they they can't do the job. Because I, I don't want the misconception of people, if you can't find a black therapist, um, that you don't go to there. Um, there are some very good white therapists that can also help you. Because at the end of the day, the whole point is that
1: you, you know, don't know what to struggle. You don't really have, any, you know, struggling to start Right. So, so, so so let me ask you this. So it's going to be kind of out of order, but this this is uh, geared towards Regina and, and her last couple comments she put in. Um. So she said, "Um, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a, It's out of order, but I, I, I'm gonna put it in order and phrase it into a, a question for." Them. Uh, so we're going to put this one up first. She said, uh, oh man, I wish I had you when I was 13 uh, years old. My mom would have hated you. Uh, you, you could have put her in her place. She just took from me and my dad. So you couldn't have me. Um, man, if y'all new to the show or anything like that, definitely go back and watch that, uh, the trauma series. Cause, uh, you know, Regina shares some, some real personal stuff and, uh, um, forever grateful for, for her doing that. Um, then, she goes, then, like I said, it's out of order, but she also said to uh, Angel, it's a terrible feeling when you're opening up and they aren't paying their sentence for you, speaking about therapists and counselors. Um, they, they're just scribbling a few things. You you ask a question, nothing. After that, you shut down. It's nice when you find a great therapist. And, and you know, that's that kind of what we're talking about now. Um, but the part that, that kind of got me is... She said, "I can tell in the few sent- in the first few sentences, uh, if we click, or I'm sorry, if I click with a therapist uh, or anyone. So my question to you, Ebony J, is, can you give us an example of, of your your opening statement, your opening, um, like when you first get into a session with with, um, with with a new a brand new client, somebody you never had before, and you know you first getting into the room and you say, you know, hi, I'm Ebony J." blah 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 like tell tell me me and regina your your opening uh, uh, statement i guess for for lack of a better term your your, <laughs> your thesis statement hold on it depends on it depends on what what uh, i guess platform you cover to me from
3: and the reason why i say that is cuz it looks different depending on where i come if you come to me on my private practice there is a, a, a intake. Well, there's always an intake form, and on the intake form, it should tell me a little bit about what you're coming here for. Um, or either when you call in, especially in private practice, it should you will be calling and saying, "I'm looking for a therapist." These are some of the things that I experienced. So when I have that information, um, it, it looks a little bit different. Now, if it's one of my community platforms when I'm coming to you and I we're just initially starting out um, and I don't know anything about you. I will, add, you know, I'll ask you a series of questions or whatever to kind of get that same information. But I always start off with, like I told you, I'm always going to tell you that, um, I'm always going to tell you that i want to be, you know, up front with you and I'm going to hold you Turn the fuck back off. That I said already. But I'm going to tell you about the confidentiality. I'm going to tell you, um, that there, are, there may be times that you're not going to like me that, but that I'm going to push you. Um, I, so, okay, so, I, I, how I do it is I start off and I tell you a little bit about my background, I tell you my full name, um, because a lot of people don't know I have a last name, because I don't really use it, Um, (laughs) but I I tell you, you know, a little bit about me, I tell you a little bit, like, personal information, so I tell you that I have kids, I don't go into details like I have this many kids, or whatever, Um, I tell you that I'm married, I tell you where I got my education from, and I tell you about how long I've been doing it. For me, those things are important, because um, if I'm coming to you if you're bringing your child to me or or if you're coming because you have struggles with children, a lot of times we know that you have kids because there there's going to be a different expectation if you have kids. I'm going to expect you to kind of know what you're talking about to an extent because you have kids versus if you don't have kids and I might feel like you can't relate to me. Um, I also tell people about, you know, marriage know the fact that I'm married so that they can get a sense. That's my way of disclosing personal stuff without disclosing personal stuff because I don't need to tell you my business because that's not you know, what you're here for. But it does, so far for me, it does uh, give people a sense of comfort to let them know that I I have a real life outside of just this. So for, for me, that gives you to know that I have professional credentials, but I also have real life um, credentials. I know that because life happens to me, if if I need to cancel because I have a real-life emergency, I need you to know, because clients don't want to be blown up, and they don't want to, sometimes they take it personal, depending on, you know, their situation, their diagnosis. They might think that I'm just blowing them off because I don't want to be bothered with them, and that's not the case. I have a real, live, you know, emergency. So, so I explain that to them first. And then I go into, like I said, the confidentiality. I let people know the different things, like what is confidential. Um, I let them know, you know, I tell them, and I keep it real with them. I tell them, like, listen, if you come in here and tell me that you smoke weed, or that even if you told me that you smoke crack, like, what I will ask you is to not come here impaired. But I will not no uh, way!
1: No way! No okay. way!
3: And everybody don't do that now. If I was in a drug and alcohol facility, that looks different. But if I'm here, because if you're impaired, then what? What reality are we
1: in? Time, out. You.
3: You understand what I'm saying? So, time
1: out You telling me? You, you telling me? You telling me with a straight face? Hold on. You telling me? You telling me with a straight face that if somebody walked in? And you're like, hey, like, yo, know, just tell me what's going on with you. Like, well, you know, I smoke. Like, well, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I smoke crack, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know what I'm saying? It's ruining my relationship. It's ruined the way I think. Like, you telling me with a straight face, like, like, what's your reaction? To if it happened, like, and I ain't talking about the new age drug, like, you know, heroin or not a new age, which I mean, like, niggas cracked though?
3: It don't, it don't matter what it is because that's part of why you're coming to me, and it's my job to not judge you. It's my job to, you know, and I deal with a lot of things. Like, we talking about stuff, but you got to think about, like, sometimes when people are depressed or they're struggling, people they, think. Yeah,
1: that's, You yeah. know what
3: I'm saying? So they come in there, and I can't be like, oh, my God, you speak. But we have, you know, there's a conversation that I will eventually have to have with you once, once the trust is gained. Like, well, you know, and, and, and it just looks. It depends on what, it, what that, um, what their diagnosis is, what they're struggling with. Sometimes I just gotta suck it up and be like, oh my god, this person thinks. But then, so then the next next session, what I might let's just say this is your first session. So the next session, that I I might do is i don't have candles burning in the <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. The- you
1: no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm pointing at I'm pointing at I'm pointing at Byron on the on the, <laughs> the screen. Uh, Look, I, be yeah, because I, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that like Angel said in the comments that addiction is real, and I know it is. Like, I wear a shirt that say Ronald Reagan uh, sold crack because he did, and all that stuff. Like, I, I I get it. But, like clinically. Like, clinically, I, like, I, like handling that clinically is the reason why I'm not a social worker. Like, as, as smart as I am or whatever, like, those, those are the reasons I'm not in the mental health field. Like, because, i like, nigga, you do what? You smoke cootie fire? I have to I've had a
3: person who was, um... HIV positive, and it was my first person that you know I'm, I'm doing an assessment, Because when I'm doing your assessment, when I'm getting to your history, I'm asking you all of those types of things. I'm asking, you know, if, if you um have a sexual tra- transmitted disease, and depending on the platform, it'll ask you specific stuff. And the first time somebody said, you know, so far I've been doing this for years. So so far, so it's like, are HIV positive? No. Cancer? Yes or no? You know. Is it you or is it somebody in your family? And, it, and it's normally like, quick, 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 pretty much no. And then this person said yes. And I was just like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, real life. But, but because I've been doing this for a while. Like, you know, like, and the ignorance of me, I'm, I'm going to be real transparent. The ignorance in me wanted to be, wanted to move away from them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It was, but I knew, first of all, I could get it like that. exactly how ignorant is that? And how disrespectful is that? And oh. it's like, so nice and sweet for a very for a second. And this is why I said about the whole thing about um you have to have a passion for this. Because it's some stuff you're going to encounter and the worst thing you can do think about, it about react, like, Right. Even if I
1: thought I did it subtle or about the scooted it to the side. Think about how, how that would have made I, you, you you are completely right. Like I'm 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 not saying that what you're saying is wrong at all. I'm actually agreeing and playing to the point of you saying that it's important to have a passion for this uh, for sure, for, for sure. Um, because I do so you're right so I, I'll backtrack my original statement of saying because I do have a passion for helping people I swear I do um, but and, and I'm not even a super judgmental person but like nigga walk in like hey look I, Look, we didn't do charity stuff uh, for, for kids or whatever uh, me and Angel did some charity stuff that was like off the books. Like, it wasn't like, you know, you know what I'm saying? We're going around talking to homeless people who, you know, some homeless people are dealing with addiction issues. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, they, so they're, so they're, they um, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they're homeless. Like, so it ain't like they, they smell great or nothing like that. Like, you know I'm saying, like, then this you this got stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? And even in, in that sense of way, I wasn't like, ha ha ha, y'all niggas stink, or, you know I'm saying? nothing crazy like that. You know what I'm saying, but like in in a in a professional setting, I guess it, it, that's just the reason why I don't do the as, as sympathetic and empathetic as I am. That's the reason why I'm not in um I'm not in in that in that thing. Byron, you got you something to say? You want to say?
2: Um. Uh, no.
1: Cause he had a you had a yeah, grown man. But you
2: know, you know that just you know shaking somebody's hand or whatever, you can't you know catch AIDS or whatever. But you know, you talking about they stink. It can't come at all. That took me
3: out.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it, it, it's. What?
3: the things that's not verbally communicated. If if I go if you come into my office and you know, it could just be a bad day, you know, like you could have whatever the case was. But um that is when you have when you're struggling with a mental health issue, it's a lot of telltale signs. And somebody when you don't take care of your hygiene, that's part of it. Because if I wanna kill myself, I don't care about um stuff like hygiene. There are people who, if you watch things like six, my six hundred pound life, or if you watch things like, you know, somebody has been raped. Sometimes, they, especially if they've been if they've been raped several times, but it doesn't have to be several times. But um, they will do different things to keep people away from. Them. So there are people who intentionally gain weight because typically, you know, um, not so much now, but before being fat wasn't really. A popular thing, like it it wasn't cool to be fat type of thing. If you were fat, you got talked about. So that keeps people away from you. Hygiene is another thing. Sometimes if I, if I smell bad, then I know that's going to keep people away from me. And so for, you know, as a as, you know, health professional, those are telltale possibilities. So I'm not going to turn you away because you smell those type of things. So we're eventually going to address those. Those are conversations that we're going to have, and that's very challenging to have to tell somebody nicely that they speak. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course, I would never say you speak or anything like that, but I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, um, those are the conversations that I have to have. Another thing that when we talk about, like, homeless or even, you know, I go into places, and this is why I explain the different platforms, because when I'm doing my community <clears throat> job, I go to people's homes. So that what those homes look like, it can look like, you know, I've been into, to like, some fancy, hot not only your shoes, but your clothes, because you feel like you're too dirty to be in here. <laughs> you know, all the way down to the projects where it's just like, I'm not taking off nothing, I'm not setting down nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. But, you know, I'm not taking off any, I'm just sitting down, or not doing any of those type of things, so that, but that, but I know this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that this is what I'm dealing with, so, but I can't, but I treat, you know, that person all the way from where it makes me feel better to the person who, who I feel is better, I treat them all the same, and that is a skill that you have to have, it's a skill to have to, you know, go, my, what, my first job that I interviewed for, or maybe my second, I can't remember, um, on the interview they asked me, they said, well, um, yeah, it was my first job, they said, well, if you were taking a client somewhere, and um, you've been knowing this client for a while, so you trust them, and you're taking them, you know, let's say you're taking them to a doctor's appointment or something like that, and they start flipping out, what would you think? So, I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm gonna kick them out my car, you know what I'm saying? But, Professionally, I I just yes. that wasn't the right, the right thing to say. So, right. so uh, in order to grab gather my thoughts, I said, "Well, you know what? To be honest, I never even thought about that because my internship didn't look like it." I said, "So I'm just going to take a guess. I would assume that I would pull over to somewhere safe. I would get out the car. I would call you guys, and then I would call, you know, the police to, to come address it." And they was like, "Oh, that's the perfect answer." So I thought about that, and I was like, "Wait a minute! People gonna get in my car and potentially be acting crazy." I called them back, like, well, how often, uh, you know, are people going to, am I going to have to transport people? And they said that I was going to have to transport people, um, like, 60%. I said, oh, well, no, thank you. Like, I couldn't do that job. You know what I'm saying? Because that was scary to me. But that was, you know, I was new to the field. So then once I took my next job and – I, I still have to transfer people, whatever, but they told me, it was like, oh, will you just transfer people? Basically, that's a to go above and beyond type of thing. That's not a requirement for you. Your requirement is to go, you will have to go to their houses, and you might have to meet them places, but you don't have to transport them. And as I got comfortable, I was able, you know, to transport people. But it speaks, again, to the level of mm-hmm. professional maturity that I had ended up gaining because, from the beginning, like I said, I'm not, no, y'all ain't about to get in my car, you know what I'm saying, all the way to now, I don't have a problem with, with their reason and with, you know, with different things, too, because we're, because another thing, too, like, when, they, when we talk about policing and all of those type of things, and fears, and so you, y'all you probably see a lot of buzz about putting social workers, um, you know, in the police force and blah, 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 and I won't even speak to that, because I have a, a whole bunch to say about that. But it's just really funny how they are fearful, um, and they're they're constantly, you know, pulling out their weapons because they're afraid. And then you have me who was not, you know, a super big girl, you know, height wise or, or weight wise. I'm not small either, but you know, where I'm going into these places, sometimes it's a little bit dark. Sometimes, you know, I've had a brand new car. Um, all the way down to a hoopty, you know, that I'm taking to these places and I'm not, I'm, I'm mindful, but I'm not ne- necessarily fearful, and I'm not going with weapons. Like, legally, we can't take weapons, uh, you know, with us. No type of weapons. Technically, we can't even have pepper. So, it is very, you know, crazy to me that these police officers are jumping to, you know, shooting people when there's other ways, because I know because I've had to talk people off the ledge, I've been in a place where where, uh, a couple was fighting, and I'm like, uh, is these kids all right? Oh, somebody, uh, your mama on the way. And I left out the house, and I called my supervisor, like, listen, and I'm never coming back to this person again, you know, and I didn't do that. But I ain't had no weapons. Like, if he would have flipped out and started doing something to everybody in the house, like, what can I do? So for police to just jump to that is, like I said, I can just go on and on about that. But those are situations that... You know, on the flip side for, for the therapists or the, the mental health
1: professionals, so, so you have to know what you're getting into. So,
2: I just wanted to go, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, B. That, uh, you know, people getting in and getting in front my, you know, like a car like that, somebody got in
0: my car, and uh, you know, we drive, and the dude just haul off me in
2: the face, uh, <laughs> and he, you know, he had a disability or whatever, so I had to pull over and tell him, uh. You know, no, no. He was like, "Katy was kicking my speakers." Some email, I like, "I'm calling the police on you." And uh you know, he like, "No, I don't know." Because no. you know, you know, they take them to the police, they gonna
0: take them to the
1: hospital, they're you gonna know, straightjack you. He sobered up real quick. So, so I think that's interesting. So, so is you know, we having fun here and all that stuff, and and you know, what I'm saying, and some of the stories are crazy. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, but, just like Byron had an experience with that. So, I had an experience with, not necessarily like, uh, it was like veterans, rather. Veterans where, like, the, you know what I'm saying, they, uh, hygiene wasn't great or like the house was like completely uh, disgusting, you know what I'm saying, and for your, in order for your house to get that bad, like, you gotta be some mental going on upstairs, like something, I mean, like... At one point, it sounded like we all had roaches or whatever, right? Like, But, like, this is like, these things was active, like, daytime active roaches. And I had, like, never seen nothing like that before in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, but... So, clearly, something mentally had to be going on. And I was never, like, there, like, making jokes or whatever because I was in the professional atmosphere and all that stuff. Um, So, I think, you know, when it's time to be professional, of course... Like we're good people, so we'll make the the right decisions to be professional, um, you know, in in any situation. Just like Regina said, uh, she was uh, she, she said a little bit earlier. She said, "Yes, I wouldn't have made it." Uh, she said, "Yes, I would have made it worse." Like if you, uh, oh, I'm sorry. To so, so you, Ebony, she said that you would have made it worse with the girl that stink that had an odor or whatever. If you wasn't, if you didn't have a passion about it, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place trying to read. But if you didn't have a passion about it, then. Uh, you would have made it worse or made her feel a certain type of way. So then she, she probably would have never came back and all that good stuff. So I just think that um, uh, we do like having a passion for it, you. You're, you're right. And I was wrong. Having a passion for it is, is different than just wanting to help people um, uh, for sure. So my question to you before we get out of here is as much as you know about me, uh, I came into a therapy session with you. Who would actually be getting the therapy at the end of the day? Well, that's a different situation because when
3: I'm, so, so, you know, even as my younger brother or whatever.
1: No, 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 I'm saying, no, I'm saying if you, you don't know me, like you, you know me as in my, uh, who, like how I am as a person, but like, let's say you didn't know me, like I was just a person, a a client, I was just a client, uh, but you.
3: Facts. Intentionally, you know, and purposely. And um, I'm not disagreeing with, with that being the case, but versus when you come into my session, it was totally different. Because that's why I said, even though I I share some personal stuff, there's a lot of stuff that you're not gonna get out of me in a session. So a good therapist should not be now. Now it does happen all the time. I have a lot, had a lot of clients where it's like, well, I was in there counseling there. So it just depends on <laughs> what type of therapist that you you know you're going to. And so sometimes therapists think that by sharing, because um, there's a difference between sharing and oversharing. So even you know, there's times where I talk like, oh, you know, oh, you know, my 16 year old. I was like, you know, or I understand because I had a similar experience with my 16 year old, but I won't go into details. You see what I'm saying? But there are some therapists who, like I said, where where um, clients that say, I, I spent, we spent the most of our sessions where I was comfortable here. So it does happen. It just depends on who you are. Who you see a therapist, um, and it's never a time where, and she knows I'm a therapist. So I do a lot of, I guess, therapy, in, which is not a real thing. Um, but I've been with this lady for over a year, and I don't know too much about that lady. I know that she has some twins, and I know that she has a husband, and that's it. I don't know nothing else. I think they're boys. I don't know their age. I don't know anything about them, so as a a good
1: concert, you will not be able to get that off. I'll be be digging. I'll be digging. Regina Regina want me to tell you, um, she said, tell Ebony about the Vicks, please. Uh, Put Vicks in your nostrils is what she said. She said she's done it. uh, (laughs) Put your times.
3: Was because they were really good people, really sweet people, but they're hygiene. And I couldn't get that smell out of my car for nothing. When I tell you on nothing, I cannot get that smell out of my car. So when I went to another job, what I would do instead of taking them to the food bank, I set up with the food bank, I got all their information, and I would put the food in my car and take the food to them. So it's, it's a lot of tricks to the trade, you know, that I've had to adapt to. Um, the, the one last thing I want to say uh, to Regina's comment is oh my god I absolutely wish I would have been there her 13 because um, I talked about it again on earlier on, on the show so um, let me just say y'all too like you know we always do plugs and all of that stuff but I really really hope that y'all go back and watch the show today I feel like it was a really really good show I had somebody on there who has been uh, diagnosed with bipolar and she just talked a lot about her experience um and I think that it gives a very different perspective. You know, as as professionals, there's only so much information that I can give you, um, and I'm giving it from a, a certain point of view versus her, it may be a little bit more relatable. So please go back um, and go to you know, check out the um and doing the course with MDJ for the one specifically today. But the other thing that I wanna say that I also talked about on there, um my nonprofit, so I, I I put it out there that I have one. I don't put a lot of information out yet because it's not fully functioning yet, um, but it will be, I'm sure, for um, things. But um, one of, one of the things, one of our our um, one of the things that I know is working with clients is that. When somebody else is, is part of the, the treatment process, was just very important to have people, you know, supportive and a part of the treatment process. So even things like, you know, some, so that could be a parent, that could be a spouse. Sometimes that's the teachers, that's you know, um, all different type of people. And what I learned is that a lot of times people, particularly parents, will bring their kids to me or to, you know. Um, to places that I'm working in and they want us to fix the kids. And there has been so many times where I've had to call or sometimes I couldn't, um just because the parent would have been receptive and they might have that might have been a detrimental to the child, like it would might not have been safe for the child. So I couldn't call the parent out. But there has been times where I have. But so what I decided to do instead of being in that realm where I have those restrictions My nonprofit speaks specifically to that. So when you come to me, you know, as the parent of this child, you are going to know that you are going to get caught out on some stuff if you need it. Because the reality of it is sometimes us as parents, we put our own biases, we put our own fears, we put our own issues, and we put our own, you know, experiences on our kids. And we end up messing them up. And it's not intentional. It's not, you know, anything like that. But it is. Or, Or we'll have parents who... You don't be like, oh, something wrong with my kid. I know they, you know, they got this and this. And, again, the reality is that a lot of mental health is um, hereditary. So if your child is bipolar, for example, there's a very good chance that one or both parents are also bipolar. So when you want me to come and fix that child, I have to give you tools um, or I have to give you, you know, things that you need to look at yourself and make sure that you aren't part of the problem. I'm also writing a guide for parents um, that speaks to that same thing, and I talk about that, and I put it in here. Like, sometimes you're the problem. Um, so just, you know, to Regina's point, like, so sometimes therapy doesn't feel helpful to maybe a kid because sometimes it's, it's looked at as a punishment, or I've had parents like – oh, yeah, well, I'm going to tell them. Me, or they'll call, they'll, I've had parents call me like, well, they did such and such, should I whoop but or should I not? And we have to have those conversations, and that conversation looks like, well, did you whoop before that before? Or have you, you know, how does how does look look in your house? Like, does it work? Well, no, nah, then why are you whooping? It? Then we need to do something different. So there's a lot of times that I have to call parents out, and it doesn't look like me attacking the parents. I don't always say, um, I very rarely say, you're the problem to the parents. I just will say, you know, in a nice type of way, like, well, maybe you should look at this. Maybe it's your discipline. What's going on in the home? What's the environment? But at the end of the day, what I'm ultimately saying is you're part of the problem. So I, I definitely wish that I could have. Uh, I would have loved
1: it. <laughs> I love those types of things. I agree. I, I, I think they're great. Uh, Virginia said, uh, I think my mom's bipolar skipped me and jumped to my son. Is I, I think... In my unprofessional uh, uh, opinion, I think it's very possible. I think, um, like in my family, we talk about like we got like gamblers, gamblers, or or, or drinkers, or something in my family. I I forgot which one. It's kind of it's kind of bad, but we felt like it like it did skip a generation. You know what I'm saying? So so maybe both or whatever. Like it, I felt like it skipped a generation. Um, you know, for for like a cousin of mine or something, and 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 you know, uh, maybe the older sibling um, got it, and the younger sibling didn't, or vice versa, whatever. Like whatever it is, right? So I, I think that is is very possible that uh, things like that do skip generations. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just think it's a, a, a super possibility. Oh,
3: it, oh yeah, it is. That's why I say like there is that. <clears throat> Guarantee that you're going to have it or whatever, but there is a possibility um, somebody in that family has to have it for it to, to come down the pipeline. But is Regina's mom still alive? Mm.
1: That's a good question. So I would just,
3: say, just, just from the different comments, I would say um, her mom definitely struggled with a uh, mental health, um, probably or untreated. Um, just just from her comments I, I would you know of course that's just you can't really do that without <laughs> actually but just some of the things that regina has experienced i will also regina if you're not doing this and you know not to call you out or whatever but i uh, also suggest that you look into some some things um never mind
1: yeah i think i think that'd be great for you guys to connect um uh, so as we get out of here, Ebony uh, J, they say they say Ebony J took over the show, which I'm never bad uh, sad know, about.
3: I look, I look, I'm looking at the time and I'm like, I tried to do everything. I said, <laughs> I'm only gonna talk about three things, and that's it. So my apologies, you know, but I, I just felt like because of the direction we were going, that those were you
1: know important things to, to do. No, and, and 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 you did it right. You did you did oh. what what our what our um, brand, or umbrella was all about, which is being flexible and being able to interact with the people who you are entertaining or or who who comes to you for for uh, any type of entertainment or treatment or um, escape you know what I'm saying like you you did what you what you're supposed to do so'm I'm, I'm definitely on that um, you know plus you my big suit like what can I like what can I say honestly you know what I'm saying so um, uh but yeah I, you know what Virginia's a top fan Ebony J, your family, of course, so go ahead and make that connection. Um, it could be good for everybody involved, like, you know, no not like no joke included in that, like, as much as um, Regina was able to share with us, like, just just throughout this entire journey, throughout this entire uh, 80 shows, I'm sure she wasn't there at, at day one, but she was there early enough to be recognized as a top fan, so... Um, you know, she, she's always, um, you know, giving some input into the show, and uh, and she she appears to be liking the stuff that you're saying. So, if you're able to help her or, or give her some advice or whatever the case is, um, I think this is great for everybody involved. Um, tell the people something every day before we get out of here.
3: involved in all of those type of things. And, you know, again, just shout out, shout out to y'all for having me, um, for allowing me, allowing me to take over again. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm working on my cash range, y'all, so um, right now what, I have is what I've had for the last couple of weeks is just simply, you know, enough is not enough. And and for me, that just means until you see change, that could go for everything. It's not just a Black Lives Matter thing, but it you know it plays into mental health for me too, or, or relationships or whatever. Until it you see it changing, until it's working for you, then it's not enough. So keep pushing.
1: I definitely agree with that. B, take a sleep. Wake up. <laughs> y'all we got through the holiday and remember to own your own. man um shout out to both y'all man uh shout out to the one with the catchphrase shout out to the one without a catchphrase officially um you know I'm saying thanks all y'all for joining us as always uh we couldn't do it without y'all and and I mean I mean that shit like as as much as as much as I possibly can like we couldn't do it without y'all joining us and interacting with us um you Know it was episode number 80, you know what I'm saying, and it started out with just a couple of us, it started out with just uh me and Byron, like it was, it was just the Epiphany Media podcast, you know what I'm saying? No, no, uh, <laughs> no, no conversation with Ebony J, you know what I'm saying? No, uh, just Bloom with Brittany J, no I Said What I Said podcast, so you know, we just steady growing, and uh, like I said, we, we, we couldn't make none of this happen without you guys, so. Uh, thanks to all of our top fans, like Byron said. Thanks to all the new fans, for sure. Uh, be sure to like and share and subscribe to Facebook. So I you know, I guess the YouTube side of it. But I um, just want to say thanks, man. That's all I can say. Um, Regina, and I just want to put this out there. Regina said, uh, "Thanks for having me. Thanks to Angel for inviting me. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Be safe. Happy belated birthday. Thank you." And I guess that goes for Ebony J as well. I can't uh I can't leave her out of that for sure. Yeah, thank you. Um so yeah, like like Byron said, no no show next week. Uh next Sunday. I will have a show on Wednesday, um, for politics. Um be sure to join me there. Uh I'm working on the guests that I think I got lined up, but I'm not officially it's not confirmed, but I'm definitely working on something uh for there. um Just some random stuff going on in politics, universe. And, uh, yeah, man, if y'all need anything from us, y'all got topics for us, anything y'all want to see, any guests or anything like that, be sure to hit us up for sure. Um, And with that said, you know, the the best catchphrase of of all of them, of course. (laughs) Salute to the city, man. We out of here, and we'll catch y'all in a couple weeks, man, for sure.